welcome back to episode seven of Hedging Happiness. Joined always by Luke Mishu. Welcome back, Luke. How are you doing? I could not be doing better. For not, not for the reasons you'd guess, but not necessarily because of my picks. Okay, what's what's how we do? Like, couldn't be doing better. I like that. What's going on in the world of Luke Mishu? Yeah, I mean, I was just speaking it from a f- football perspective. Not that the rest of my life isn't going well, but football's going particularly well right now. Tennessee. We're strictly talking Tennessee here. Yeah, we are. We're, okay. We have not been back. And I'm, I don't even know if we're, we're, I mean, geez, we're pretty close to being back. But we haven't been like this in 15 years. And like not even close. And no, there's now, a lot of there's a lot of buzz. I mean, people, not just Tennessee fans, people like Tennessee. Like it's They're, a fun brand of football. From a neutral perspective, they are fun to watch, and they have a great fan base, and they've got great colors. Yes. And I think if you're if you're a neutral guy, you need good colors is goes a long way. Color scheme matters, of course. But I thought you we'll, would like well, the, the the color scheme this weekend. I don't know if you caught the game, but the, the smoky like gray the smoky aren't grays. my favorite. You just like I thought you like alternate uniforms though. I love I love jersey games. I love jersey games, but I don't know if those are my favorite. Did you no. see the new Oregon? This this is the this is perfect week seven or episode seven right now. We haven't even previewed the show, and we're just. We're all over the place already. What's and I'm the gonna, Oregon? They, it's like a stomp out cancer jersey. They're kind of cool. They're like pink numbers, but I'll have to, I'll have to double check it. it but I, I thought they looked pretty cool. Um, Are they? So I saw like it on. Yeah, I saw it on, I think, Instagram. It's like black, pink. It was, it was cool. It was, you know, colors that pop. Anything that's. I don't know. Gray, gray didn't, it didn't necessarily do it for me. Here's my, but here's my thing about I, Oregon, which is kind of like they have so many jerseys that it's more like the expectation and you're not necessarily wowed by what they wear anymore. You know what I mean? Like yes. if Bama showed up with some crazy alternate uniform, it would get everyone's attention because Bama never does alternate uniforms. But Oregon, it's like, oh yeah, it's cool. Oregon always does cool. So it's, it's kind of meh. They've lost their zest when it comes to uniforms. I completely agree. I just thought this one was cool for a good cause, too. Yeah, I agree. What if Oregon came out with, like, like Bama-style uniforms? Just like They would be terrible. <laughs> they would be so bad. Terrible. I like, but, I like anything they do with the duck, though. Like, just get the duck. Old everywhere. school. Like yeah. the old school jerseys, yeah. Coming out of the O, like quacking or whatever. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. <laughs> All right, let's get it back on track. So right, this right. week, this week, no guest, no snake draft. Unfortunately, we last week was a good episode. We had a lot of fun. We'll we'll go over the picks. I actually don't know. Mike had a thousand picks, so it's kind of hard so to many. track. And he was throwing them all in at the end. He's like, "Oh yeah, sprinkle, sprinkle." I'm like, "What yeah. does sprinkle mean? One unit, two unit, like?" Who sprinkle? Who knows what <laughs> sprinkle means? But he did have a lot of you know. When you make a guest appearance, you you got to come in with a bang. And <laughs> he probably hadn't he slept in a while. He was high on his alone time. Yeah, he was looking at the lines, of the games, just like as we were going. Like, oh, I like that game. Sprinkle. 
Sprinkle. But good up, good episode last week. Now we, what do we have? We had some pretty exciting games. Pretty, you know, top ten teams playing: Tennessee at LSU, TCU at Kansas, Utah at UCLA, and then BY Notre Dame. Those were kind of some notable games. And then we had Bama surviving a scare and another shakeup in the top ten. So let's get into the recap of Week Six. Let's start as we kind of, you know, alluded to earlier. Tennessee at LSU. We we were on them pretty big last week, and those are the games you love to bet. Oh my God! Stress free from the from the opening kickoff. I mean, first of all, when you put when I have three, you have two. Mike has two units on this game. Like if we don't if we don't if Tennessee doesn't come through there and we don't win that bet, like we lose a lot of credibility more than we've already lost. But from the yeah, opening we're we're struggling. But if like you said, if that that one we they would probably kick us off like Apple Podcasts <laughs> and everything. They would find ways to get us off the air. But from opening kickoff, they fumble the ball, we score a touchdown, and then they three and out punt, or I don't know if it was three and out, but punt, big return, Could, should have been another touchdown, field goal. And like the game was never close after that. It was amazing. And then like what a way to take the fans, if you're going on an away game, what a way to take the fans completely out of the game. It was, I mean, it could not have gone better from a Tennessee fan perspective or from a three-unit, two-unit bet perspective. It was just like, those are the situations you dream of. Yeah, and Tennessee looks like a really good football team. Like we were kind of saying, it's there's a lot of hype, but it's justified because they're playing really good football. It's not like a comparison that will always come back to is like the 2012 Notre Dame football team mm-hmm. where they made the na- that year they made the national championship where they were barely beating teams like yeah they went undefeated but it was like all right well they haven't really played anyone they're eking out a way, way to win like this isn't the case with Tennessee so far Tennessee no. looks the part I don't know if they've really like I don't know if they've really been tested yet no, this week fair. this week obviously it depends, Alabama. Though, right? Like, if if Bryce Young doesn't play or isn't completely healthy, it'll be another asterisk of, like, oh, were they really tested, you know? Yeah, and but who, who, at that point, who cares? I completely agree. I mean, I'll take it, a win. If we beat Bama, it won't really matter the circumstances. Like, it, it, Tennessee will vault to inside the top five, maybe top three. But, I, I mean, the thing that was surprised me about the game was, yes, the, we, like, when we talked about the game, we said the offense was going to score. And, like, they scored. It was 260-something rushing yards. Like, not even what you'd expect from Tennessee. Everyone always thinks it's the passing game. But, like, the running game is a, is a real option in Josh Heupel's offense. But what was really surprising was the defense, like, was, I think they allowed, like, less than 70 rushing yards. Like, yeah, Jalen Daniels, yeah, threw for 200-and-something. But, like was inept in the end like in the red zone they went for brian kelly made some extremely questionable calls going on fourth down instead of taking the points or punting that resulted in points for tennessee i mean it was just like all three phases of the game for tennessee were and and that that reassures me because tennessee was coming off a bye week and so that tells me like the coaches can coach and get get a team ready and make sure that the 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 game plan is plan you know is they're they're ready for the the other team, you know. So, all in all, like it couldn't couldn't have gone better from a Tennessee fan perspective. And this is 
kind of this is going to Brian Kelly, but also to Tennessee as well. But when you have coaches that are making decisions like constantly going for it on fourth down when they could be taking points, as as a fan, I get the sense that the coach is like, all right, this team's better than us. We need yeah. to take we need to take advantage because I I feel like the teams like if you're in control, a lot of times coaches, unless you're the Los Angeles Chargers. You, you you just take the points and you're like, all right, we're better than them. Our defense will get stops. We'll we'll come back next possession and we'll score a touchdown. It's really funny because I think the Florida game could have ended up a lot like the LSU game, but Florida went for six fourth downs and got like five of them. You know, if they don't get those, then that game's a blowout too. It's just that Florida got them and LSU didn't. And 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 that and you know that's a 20 point or almost like 30 point point discrepancy so yeah i agree and it's really interesting to watch it happen you know that someone basically admit like hey our offense needs to score on virtually like every drive in some form or fashion we're going to go for it and you know not favorable situations and as a tennessee fan like when they went for fourth and four on the third 15 yard line i was like do it you know, like yeah, maybe you score a touchdown or maybe you get it, but you're not gonna you're not gonna keep doing that all game, and our offense is gonna score, and it's even more upside if you don't get it. Then they could, this could get out of hand really quick. So it was, I mean, it was a great day to be a Tennessee Vol. It's been a great year so far to be a Tennessee Vol. We'll we'll talk a little bit more about Bama when we preview Week Seven games. Yep. We had we also had TCU at Kansas College Game Day. This was a really exciting game, and I think it showed kind of how good Kansas is. I think their quarterback went out in the game early and with an injury. Backup comes in. Backup played pretty well, but you can clearly show he was the starter majority of last year, and you can clearly see why he's the backup. He had one interception that was inexcusable. Like what is, It was a, such a bad interception. It was, how is this guy... A college quarterback it was really really bad but he did have a good game so kudos to him that came down to the wire i think tennessee won by seven right at the what what the spread was TCU. But, excuse me yeah tcu won by seven kansas was driving and they there was a questionable holding call on the fourth down right wide receiver made a little cut db grabbed him a little bit a little questionable but i think this kansas team has proven that they, you know, they're they're a solid team. They're Jaden Daniels probably... is out for the year, right? No, I, he's. I think it was just a shoulder. So he's is he playing against Oklahoma this week? He, I believe the reports are he's likely out. So yeah. that pretty much Oklahoma is a nine out. point favorite. It makes sense. Yeah, and they stink. That's they're what's so bad. week. Oh, I so mean, forty nine zero this week. Oklahoma loses to Texas. Red River rivalry now. You can't say the S word. What's the S word? The Red River shootout. You can't say that anymore. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I didn't <Yeah>. know that. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure you're not allowed to say that anymore, which is kind of where we're at. But that, Who's that offending was the most... shootout? I don't know. Okay. You know, But if you're not allowed to say it, we won't say it. We won't we'll, say we'll it. Abide, we'll, we'll abide by the rules. But most lopsided game in that you know, historic rivalry – OU stinks. Texas, you know, I think they're emerging as a favorite in the Big 12. So, you know. If, Texas we'll, and they're, Kansas they're, will play or will not play? 
they play that's that's kind of why the Big 12 is one of the harder conferences because they play every team. Oh, it's one big conference and then the best two one play big in the conference. championship. Yeah. So they have they have I think nine non-conference games. Or excuse me, in conference games instead of eight like a lot of conferences. Yeah. I like that. That'll be fun. Hopefully when is that game later? Hopefully Jaden Daniels plays and we'll be able to see. Yeah, him. he'll be there. I mean, there's a lot of exciting Big 12 games to come. We'll preview one coming up, but you know, we've got you know, Kansas, Kansas State, Oklahoma State, TCU and Texas. Like those are five top 25 teams, I think. So but let's move on. That's like that was a good game for KU. I think they're disappointed. It was the fact that they're disappointed that they didn't win that game and that they could have won that game. It just shows how far they've come in really one year. Yeah, it's, it's incredible. It's been it's been extremely impressive. But we had a what Pac-12 Utah at UCLA. This was surprising. This was one of the, like the big surprises of the week. UCLA, un- another undefeated team, correct? They yes. completely dominated Utah. So I, I don't even know what the score finished up. I think it was like 14 to 20. I don't remember the final. But I looked at the box score, and UCLA completely outgained Utah. Total shock to me. I it's Again, it's like Pac-12. Like I'm not going to be ready to be like, all right, UCLA is for real. That's what we're trying to do a better job of this year not overreacting i don't think they're quite there yet i still think usc is the favorite in that in that pac-12 and in oregon but it's just it's such a shame that you have an undefeated ucla team and like people just don't care it's amazing like these games no one shows up i don't understand i don't understand as a player apart from like nil and i i've heard ucla campus is actually really nice but like why would you want to go play there in front of nobody you know. Yeah, like it's beautiful all year round, but still, it's you don't. I, I mean, you you want to show up and play in front of the best fans. That's what I understand. I, Can least, you imagine people going to like an SEC like rivalry game, and then also going to like a U, UCLA, what was it, Utah game, and no one being there? Like it, it apart from it's take the biggest, NIL out their of biggest it, game of the season, and it's uh super underwhelming. So underwhelming. So like, that's, that's, that's another a, reason. I don't understand why UCLA going to the Big Ten, everyone's like, I get USC, obviously. But UCLA, like, who cares? Right? Like, it's got to be for basketball, probably, more so than football. Yeah, that's, like, the maybe, only thing that makes but, sense because football, they're irrelevant, even though they're a top 15 team. Yeah. The thing that, the thing that is interesting is that if the longer UCLA can stay undefeated and the be- longer USC can stay undefeated – the more likely the Pac-12 can get a team into the playoff, right? What, what ends up usually happening is UCLA has two losses by this point. Maybe the USC is undefeated, but then they drop a game late, and then it's to a bad team, and it, the the loss is bad, so they don't get – and then they win the – you know, and they don't get a team in. And so it'll be harder to keep a team out if we have a Pac-12 undefeated team or any undefeated team. Any Power 5 undefeated team will get in. No we problem. haven't really had to deal with that, like from the Pac-12 or the, the ECC last year. You know, we haven't had like four or five Power 5 undefeated teams where like you got to figure out who's more most deserving. Yeah, because typically what happens is like when Oklahoma was Oklahoma, they would get in from the Big 12. 
Ohio State would get in, you'd have an SEC team in Clemson. Or if, if one of those teams faltered, then you just have two SEC teams. And that's typically how it goes. So I, that would be best-case scenario for college football as a whole. Like five Power 5 undefeated teams, who do they leave out? They would leave out... Pac-12. Yeah, I think you have to, right? For sure. Yeah, I don't think it's close, but I just think... I would love to hear the uproar. It would be, it's, that would be. I'm a fan of chaos. I've, yeah. you know, people we, we, know. And we I, do this. We do this, and everyone does this every year. It's like week five or week six, there's like four or five undefeated teams. You're like, oh, who's it going to be? It's going to be crazy. The college football playoffs going to have to decide, and then it always figures itself out. Yeah, last year we were like, this is the year. This is the year <laughs> we're going to have teams clear. that aren't going to be there. Yeah. And it was like it was the same four teams, yeah. except Cincinnati. Credit Cincinnati, but still, it was Ohio State, Georgia, Alabama. Yeah. But yeah. all right, last game: BYU versus Notre Dame in Las Vegas. Solid win for Notre Dame, twenty-eight to twenty. They they dominated this game as well, but it got close at the end. Very I. Close. So the one, com- not the one, one of the complaints that I have with Marcus Freeman and company he can't he struggles to make adjustments I, I it happened in the Oklahoma State bowl game last year and you know granted it's a bowl game it was his first they're up game. big they, right they were up big and then Oklahoma State dominated the second half and kind of same with Ohio State game they're up at, at Ohio State no adjustments are made they think they can just milk the clock around the ball Ohio State wins comfortably then they stumble against Marshall, but like, if you're a better team, you come in at half, you make adjustments, you blow them out. Cal is the same thing. Close game. It shouldn't have been close. Fine. North Carolina was probably their best performance, first and second half. And then this BYU game, they're dominating in the first half. Yep. Completely out, out uh, gaining BYU. They come out of the first or second half. I think maybe they score opening drive, if not the first, the second. And then it's like, what what happens? Like they let BYU back into the game, and it really does. It comes down to a fourth and one. Notre Dame makes a big stop. Game's over. But it's if I were Notre I Dame, like, if I were Marcus Freeman, Notre Dame, I would just get the ball to the what's his name, Michael Myers, Michael Mayer, Michael. I like end. Michael Myers Halloween time. I like that better. Yeah, yeah. yeah that guy is so good, and he's like projected he's awesome. like top ten, top five draft pick. Right, like he's. Yeah, he's phenomenal. He's, he, without him, I think Notre Dame is significantly worse. Without their tight end. Because I don't know who well, they if they, if they don't have him, they actually don't have anybody. Like, they have <laughs> zero playmakers. Yeah, and he's Zero playmakers. Good. Yeah, he's, like, and it's college. He doesn't look like he, so he doesn't have, like, that ex, that speed that the no, Georgia tight looks, end has. He looks, like, uh, a little clunky. My bu- my like buddy my buddy described him as stiff. Yeah, and I thought that was a, that was like a great way to put it. But he's huge, so he's a he's a great blocker, and like you know you can't compare it's hard to him guard to any him. Who do you put on him? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And I think he'll be solid. But yeah, you you take him out, and I don't know if I could watch a game. That's how bad their offense would be. They just, they would just was, run the ball like power power you know dives and off tackles all game. That's what they would run. It was also a game I bet 
and I bet BYU and I'm just going to avoid BYU for the rest of the season and I'll probably avoid Notre Dame for the rest of the season. I don't like when Notre Dame can play Ohio State close then lose to Marshall and look awful against Cal, look fine against North Carolina, look decent against like a decent BYU team, I thought. It's just like very inconsistent. Maybe they're figuring it out, but it's just I don't want to I like it's easier to bet consistency than it is to like make the guess on which Notre Dame team is going to show up or is Marcus Freeman going to yeah. make adjustments, you know? And we talked about it last week too. You feel like Notre Dame has the like a couple extra points because of Vegas, like or because of the public. Mm-hmm. Like Vegas will give them a couple extra points because of the name, and with a bad team, you just don't want to. You don't need extra points. Yeah. Like you just you 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 want to. If that game was pick them, I still don't know who I would have picked. If it played you know? again, who would you pick? Notre Dame. Yeah, I think Notre Dame looked better, right? Yeah, they they looked better, but like it also depends. If say it was at BYU, I don't know if I would. I wouldn't take the game. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And if it was at Notre Dame and it was minus six, I don't know if I would take the game. Definitely would not. Definitely. So that's like, there. Yeah, those two teams are hard to like. They're hard to judge right now, but. You know, good good for Marcus Freeman, good for Notre Dame. They desperately needed that one to get above 500. Now they play Stanford, 16.5-point favorites. They should take care of business and get a little bit of momentum until they start playing a lot tougher teams. But let's go Let's go AP Top 10. We had a few. I don't think anyone dropped out of the Top 10. We just had a few people move. We had another change at number one, a big change at number one, actually. Bama goes from one to three. Georgia at one, Ohio State at two, Clemson four, who jumps Michigan at five. And then USC at seven, Oklahoma State eight, Ole Miss nine, Penn State ten. Did I forget we anybody? Skip, we skip we skip a number there, maybe. <laughs> oh, we skipped a number? Number six. Tennessee is Tennessee. at six. That's gotta be their highest ranking in a long time. Oh in since the early 2000s we were top i think we were eight uh in 2016 when we had kamara uh but yeah definitely the highest since since then and since like early 2000s here's a question for you your team and i'm going to give you the opportunity i think you initially had georgia bama ohio state utah then you switched to bama georgia ohio state michigan or usc then you switch back to Bama, Georgia, Ohio State, Utah. Utah's clearly not going to make it, so I feel like you have to give a new top four. <sighs> it pains me to do this. Yeah, come back. Come on. It's going to happen. I'm going to be right. I got to put Clemson in. Yeah. Okay. Now now at least we're like aligned, and if we have to change, we both have to change. But I agree. Yeah. Clemson plays I mean, nobody now, right? Yeah, it just comes down to they played nobody. And to be fair, they've looked better. They have. Like they they have looked better. They kind of struggled against Boston College, though. Kind of. They still covered the spread. They won by 28. I think yeah. it was 31 to 3. Yeah. So that was like, that's more of the Clemson team that you think would come up. Like, okay, 30 points against a bad Boston College team. Good, not great, but they gave up three. So, Clemson, like, Florida State is this weekend, and that will be, and they're at Florida State, and it's a night game. To me, that's a spot, and I think they're three and a half. Three point. and a half. 
point favorites. It's not that much. Like that's, and then they play at home against Syracuse, on the road against Notre Dame, at home against Louisville, Miami, and South Carolina. To me, this is the closest spread that they're going to have. Yeah, potentially Syracuse as well, but is that at home or away? It's at home. Yeah, so that'll be more than that. So, yeah, this— They have the easiest path on, to the college football playoff, right, by far. No doubt. No doubt. But, yeah, okay, so that's that's a team to watch. They just—big game for them this week. I feel like you had Michigan in there, too, at one point. Yeah, one week I did. <laughs> you just let me gloss over that. <laughs> yeah, one week I did. I think the week two I had USC and Michigan in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I didn't have Ohio State. I think USC is going to lose this weekend. I'm not going to bet it, but I think this is the weekend. Interesting. Yeah, it's a night game at Utah. Oh, we'll talk about it. So let's yeah. let's go into let's go week seven games. Or do we you want to do men- track record? Let's do track record with our picks. Okay. So right before we right before we give our picks. Fair enough. Because you know we it's too early to be telling my record. Too early in the show. Like people might still be listening at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Need them to tune out a little bit. We'll leave it till the very end. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, I'm twenty two percent. No, no, no. It's way higher than that. <laughs> not 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 by much, but all right, week seven. We'll let's we've got four games. Interesting stat that I saw. I think this is the first time ever that we have Three games of five and O teams playing five and O teams, and so that is Bama at Tennessee, Penn State at Michigan, Oklahoma State at TCU, and then the last game we'll talk about is UC, USC at Utah. But those first three that I mentioned are all five and O teams playing five and O teams, and so it's a pretty. Penn State's at eleven, Tennessee ten. At, sorry, ten year time. Okay, oh. 12 Eastern, Tennessee's at 3.30 Eastern, and Oklahoma State is at 3.30 Eastern as well. So it's not perfectly laid out for football watching th- day, but it's pretty good. Full disclosure, I thought you were talking about their rank. Michigan? When you said 11. Oh, no, Penn 10 State, works. when you said 11. <laughs> yeah, it works. It plays both ways. I'm on top of my game today. All right, let's start with Bama at Tennessee. I think this is probably the game that most people are excited to follow. We have three versus six, and a game that, you know, we've thought three weeks ago, we thought this was going to be a no-brainer. Bama's Bama. Tennessee is, they're a year or two away from really competing. And three weeks later, we're here, and I don't know. Like, this, it really comes down to quarterback play. I'll obviously give you the floor to talk about this game, but it comes down to if Bryce Young is playing. I think that makes it interesting, and re- like I think if he doesn't play, this is a game that Tennessee for sure can win. I think if he does play, sure they still can win, no, like without a doubt. But it's a lot harder when yeah. you have the Heisman on the field. If and and our run defense is pretty good. So if what's his name, Jalen Milrow, something like that. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. That sounds if right. he if he's the quarterback, like. We're gonna we're gonna do pretty well on defense. Like our run defense is pretty good. I am a little bit concerned about Jameer Gibbs. That guy looks nasty. But what was he? He was at Georgia Tech. Yeah, and transfer. What what was he doing at Georgia? Tech? I don't know. He was like, under, he was like one of the hottest names in the transfer portal. Yeah, but like, did he just become incredible, or did is every college coach is like, oh 
shoot, we suck. We missed that one. Yeah, I think so. I mean, he. I watched film or I watched a video of him at Georgia Tech last of last year, and he's just, he like jumps off the screen, kind of like he yeah, does. He's in incredible. Band. Yeah, I don't know what happened. That was a huge miss. I don't. You yeah. know, it feels like some sort of like McDonald's bag situation potentially, but he. Uh, <laughs> The, the Tennessee offense against the Bama defense, like, people are really concerned. Or not people, people are concerned. People like to talk about Will Anderson and how disruptive he's going to be, like, riding it at getting to the quarterback. But, like, if you look at the LSU game, LSU's defensive line was supposed to be really disruptive as well. But when the ball is out of the quarterback's hands so quickly, it totally neutralizes any, any pass rush. And that's kind of like Tennessee's game. And then you look at the Bama secondary, and it's not great. It's like maybe they have, like, the right recruits, but they're not playing well. And if you look at the Bama game last year at Bama, like, we played. We were with them up until the fourth quarter and then got blown out. But, like, we scored really easily. So that's, like, offense first defense. Then you have, obviously, their offense versus our defense. If Bryce Young plays and is healthy then this is going to be a total shootout obviously because I can't say that word <laughs> a total <laughs> slugfest okay is that a good s word <laughs> i i don't think i think slugfest is the opposite like people punch each way. other in the mouth <laughs> like run game it's gonna we'll go be with shootout shootout and and because our secondary like did fine last week but now i don't know if you saw like our safety this is like a goofiest story i've ever heard some ran it sounds like a setup. Some random guy walked into our safety's apartment and like the guy our safety told him like get out or whatever, but like followed him out and like apparently like punched him and the guy fell down the stairs and now this guy's like has assault our safety has assault charges. So and he's a captain of the defense, I think. So like it's like a goofy thing. But our secondary, it will get exposed by Bryce Young. We just don't have the guys or the scheme or whatever. But if Bryce Young's not healthy, that like changes it completely, I think. If it, it I think if Milrow plays, Tennessee wins by by ten. Wow! Yeah. If if Bryce Young plays, it's like it's a it's a back and forth game. And if Bryce Young plays and isn't healthy, I I still think we win, but it's close. So do you have action on this? No, I can't. My heart can't take it. <laughs> why? I because I don't. Why I think wouldn't the line you will move. put like? Why don't you put like? Yeah. Why don't you put like twenty five bucks on money line right now? Because I think the line will move. If Bryce Young plays, it'll go up to like 10, 11, 12. and that's and that's kind of what I'm, what I'm waiting. Which is to fine, see. but that's like a, a twenty five dollar bet on money line. Like if Bryce Young doesn't play, seven, it's gonna move. It's plus seven. It's gonna is move like 100, 150, plus one fifty. Is that what it's at? It's like something. It's not like. It's not as big of a money line as you would think. Plus, I already technically have money line because of the futures bet, although that's pretty much wrapped up now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine with that. Let's see. What time is that game at? 2.30. So, it's right now, it's plus 2.40. So oh, like, that's not bad. Yeah, like, if, if no row plays, it's going to go down to, like, minus 4. Yeah, I think that's right. If not more. Yeah. And so, in, like, in, in that case, I think it should go down more if that's the case, and I'll probably bet Tennessee if that's the case. Yeah, yeah, and a little sprinkle then, money line yeah. sprinkle. No, no, because bucks. Right, because right now I don't want to money line it if Bryce Young's going to play. Well, that's that's my whole argument, 
Or maybe I money like, line it and he does. Like, I'm either going to spread if Miller Rose plays or maybe money line if Bryce Young plays. Okay. Opposite. No, no, because I think the spread will not go down enough. If if Bryce Young doesn't play, I think it should go down to, like, a pick em, and it's going to go down to, like, like you said, minus four Bama. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right, but anyway, well, it'll know. be a crazy game. College game day is there. My family's going. Like, people are like, this is going to be Florida on steroids. Like, SEC Nation. Like, it's the biggest game, and the fans are just going to be nuts. Like, it, my wife's in the background, and I'm very happy to stay here and monitor her as – as she cooks her yeah. child, but cooks in any child. other in any other world, I would uh, for any for any other reason, uh, if it was any other reason or anything else going on, I'd be there. It's yeah, I think. Yeah, we we get the point. It, it took a, it's, <laughs> I it took a while to get that one out of your mouth. But. I love you, sugar. <laughs> uh, husband of the year, even though you have to do it. <laughs> I like how you're spinning it. Like I'm here for you. Yeah, Even yeah. though, like, yeah, you, you, well, have, you have to be there. I'm making, like, all our friends, like, Lojack and my cousin and Hodan are going to come over. I'm going to make everyone do a power hour beforehand. and get. I got to get super drunk because this is going to be this is going nice. to be intense. So, yeah, it'll be a fun, really, really, really fun game. Yeah, it will be. Hopefully the game itself is fun as well. Because yeah, the, anticip- like the, the lead up, the anticipation to it will be awesome. And hopefully it's not a dud. Yeah. Well, if, it, if I hope it's a dud, it's a dud in your like favor, LSU, you yeah. won't care. Yeah, you won't I'll, care. I'll book my tickets to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, you actually you probably <laughs> would. But all right, let's move on. Penn State at Michigan. I'll be honest, I don't have a ton to no. like. This game is like it's a top ten matchup. It's undefeated teams, but it's still like me. Yeah, no, it doesn't feel like Bama Tennessee. It feels like the winner has then positioned themselves to make the college football playoff. This just feels like a a finally a uh, a game where undefeated teams have to play each other, but neither one of them will probably make the college football playoff. Like, there's no ma- big implications really, unless no, I'd say there's no big implications. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think Penn State's that good. I think Michigan's I think Michigan's good, but they haven't played anybody, so I guess if like from that aspect, like let's see if Michigan can beat a team that they're favored by a, a touchdown. Let's see if they can stay true to that line and show that they can actually play against good competition because they have played nobody. And yeah. this is their first this is their first t- uh tough test. So that, that that's a game to keep an eye on. But, like, Big Ten is the same thing every year. Like, if Michigan's undefeated, then it comes down to the Ohio State game. Yeah. And that's, like, that. Just wait till the end of the year when those two play each other, and you'll know who wins the Big Big Ten. And the Big Ten's even more as, as an, is having an off year this year. No, absolutely. Where, like, this we game, talked like, about matters, it. but. Yeah, we talked about it last year, like, Wisconsin, or last episode. Wisconsin, they aren't very good this year. Iowa stinks. Michigan State stinks. Those Iowa teams State. were, yeah, they're in the Big Twelve, but oh, well, yeah, they, they classic, stink too. Classic mix up. <laughs> classic mix up. <laughs> SEC I, guy. I think classic. Iowa, Iowa State. I figured they'd be in the same conference. I think. Yeah, yeah, you would think. One would think. <laughs> but all right, that's that game. Another. The last five and zero versus five and zero. Oklahoma State at TCU. This will be a barn burner. Barn Over burner. under sixty eight and a half. Barn burner. I won't that's, use. I won't and use. It's probably S-word. not good either. 
barn burn? Well, it hasn't been. I I don't think it's been canceled yet, so I'm gonna <laughs> stick to it. And yeah, sixty-eight and a half. I watched all of Oklahoma State. I had a little side action on them last week. They ended up covering for me, but woof. I think earlier in the show I was like, Oklahoma State has really good defense. This is kind of who they are now. Not the case. Their offense is awesome. Their defense is Swiss cheese. It it'll be it's same with TCU in a sense too. Yeah, like like they both Kansas have really good. Nuts. Yeah, they both have really good offenses. This is a classic Big 12 game. We just put this in parentheses. Classic Big 12 game. Watch here, and it'll be like your class. You know, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State of the you know Battle of the Bedlam games that we're used to seeing, where 50 to 50 and just kind of chaos, high scoring game. I have some action on this game that I will talk about when we get to our picks. But I'm excited for this one. And then last game of our preview, USC at Utah. You said you like you or Utah in this game, huh? I think so. They're favorite. Utah's minus four. Yeah. This is a weird one to me because Utah couldn't have looked worse. If this was NFL, I would hammer Utah. It's like a team that couldn't look worse. They come back next week. They they play really well. That's like, you know, to a T of what NFL is. People just don't I'm believe little... in this USC team. And I wonder, like, their their track record on the road. They won at Stanford, and then they won Bad. barely at Oregon State. And they haven't okay. really played a, on the road since. And this is a should be, like, a good environment, right? It'll be a great environment at yeah. night. And, like, this is going to te- be know, a test. Like, this will be to real. your point. Like, can they handle the altitude? To altitude, how many points? The is that altitude. Worth today? Well, you said it was worth like negative 28 last time. So, you had Oregon alternate line minus 28, <laughs> and they lost. Got crushed. That was the you won the award last year for worst take. <laughs> I don't know, though. I mean, altitude is it, it is a real thing. I think the fact that it's a night game. I know Corvallis was a night game with USC earlier in the year, and they really struggled in that game. I also have action on this game. It feels, though, like, if I'm going to play devil's advocate, Oregon, the Oregon State game was, like, not nationally televised. It was, like, 9 o'clock. It, it could be, very easily be, like, a, look, you know, look-ahead game, just like, we're going to beat this team. This Utah game, they've probably had circled between this one and now UCLA. They probably had these two games, that game circled like all years. Like this is going to be the one that makes or breaks our season. So it, that part of it makes me think like USC's going to get up for it. I now, agree. Now I'm I think, talking myself out of it. <laughs> I, th- I, I think it'll be a good game. It's the fact that it's like USC undefeated. They, I don't even they I don't even know if they have more talent than Utah necessarily, but. It's an undefeated team that is a dog. I know they're a road dog, but still, it's the, the it seems like a trap line. Yeah. It's another one of those trap lines. But yeah, I agree. I was I was very close to getting on USC. I'm not going to get on them. I'm on something different, and I will, you know, transition that into our picks. We'll go over our track record. Luke, seven for 44 percent, minus three units. Nick, 15 for 15, plus <laughs> 35 units. 
<laughs> Wouldn't that be nice? Oh, God, that'd be so good. I would retire. I, I haven't started, like, looking for my jersey yet, but I, yeah, I'm really thinking about it now. Yeah, which okay, one, which so one is which? Units is jersey, percentage no. is... Yes, yes, is, yes, 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 yes. Units is jersey, percentage is golf. Yes. Yeah, so I'm I'm four for fifteen, twenty seven percent, minus <laughs> minus nine units. You just like can't make so, up those numbers. I no, you can't. So I'm going with like a little bit of a different strategy here. I'm going to all one unit games, but I'm going to pepper the board. That's so funny because I'm all unit one unit games as well. But I'm peppering the board. I've got five picks. You're going to go like three and two or two and three and do nothing. Actually, that would help your percentage. This and is, that's so what is I'm that going what for at do? this point. Yeah, and if I ha- if I happen to help units, then I'll start to put more units in and sl- slowly claw back. Unfortunately, my strategy at this point is like kind of hope that you blow like miss your big unit games, and I can just slowly start clawing back at percentage, get it close to the end, and, and that's where I bet. <laughs> not necessarily, but you know, this just has all be, the makings of a race to the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, this is this is not what we wanted at this point. But <laughs> we were, this is so where we're was, at. There was one week where we were both positive, I think. Or I was positive and you were zero, maybe. Yeah, it was week zero. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> let's, let's get into our week seven picks. I'll okay. go first because I have five. One of the games that I said I was on, I'm on Oklahoma State plus three and a half. I think they've got experience i think they both have really good quarterbacks in this game i just i like them with points i think it's going to be a very even game could come down to a field goal three and a half give me the extra half point i'll take oklahoma state on the road you know i'm gonna add i'm gonna add a game because you see this is what i want you to do i want you to feel the pressure and you start adding games that hopefully you lose and i keep slowly clawing back I got to All right, give me your next game. I got to check the line. Okay. <laughs> My next game, we talked about it. I'm going Clemson minus three and a half. I think this could maybe be a trap line, but also like what we kind of talked about. Like this right now is one of their biggest games of the year. They are a way more talented team. I think they're better coached. Their defense will keep this close and like, you know, their offense will do enough. They've looked they've looked a lot better recently. I just don't think three and a half is enough. I think they even if they win close, it'll be by five or six. But I do think this has potential to be a ten point game. Do you want me to give one of mine now? Sure. All right. I have Florida minus two and a half at home against LSU. I think this LSU team, that that defeat to Tennessee was like soul crushing, I think, and and people are gonna you know, players are gonna question the coaches, and it just the, I think there's a culture problem there. It's very similar. We we had this take, I had this take on another LSU. I can't. I thought I had this take on another LSU bet, but I just think Anthony Richardson much better quarterback than um, Jalen Daniels. Florida's at home, LSU, this is, I'm, I'm like, I think the wheels are going to come off. Like, I'm waiting to find that team where the wheels actually start coming off. A couple of weeks ago, it was Auburn. Yeah, it was, but it didn't happen. But, may, but, but maybe it's actually LSU, because that's I'm, who they played. I'm thinking it could be LSU. And so, I have Florida minus two and a half at home for one unit. 
I like it. I don't love it, but I like it. Yeah, well, none of us love it. It's one unit. <laughs> yeah, I, this was a hard board. Did you it was. From? It was. I. This was the hardest I looked at the board, and I was like, I like. We don't have any two units. This is the first first time. Yeah, I have three more games though, so I'm hoping that because I don't like it, that means I'm gonna love it because things that I have loved so far haven't haven't been so good to me. <laughs> Fair enough. So. All right, my next game, another game we talked about, USC-Utah. I'm going to go under, 64.5. I I don't mind that. I think they're going to get tight. Like, it's a night game. I think, like, if it's a close game, they play to the vest. They, You know, I don't think this is going to be – like, both teams ha- don't – I don't know. Like, I was looking at the scores. USC, like, they've scored – a decent amount of points but they really haven't played anybody and they haven't given up that many points the one somewhat good team they played was Oregon State that was a low scoring game and then kind of same with Utah like they played Florida a good team they got absolutely smoked by UCLA that scares me that part scares me I think it's at home their defense tightens up but that's a they, UCLA is like I've heard is like physical though that is not what USC is yes agreed so even like the comforting thing about this is like, you know, thirty-one twenty-eight. That's a high, somewhat of a high-scoring game. Like I, I cover there, so we'll yeah, see. These are the, these are lot. these are the games that like, y- you know, pretty quickly. Yeah, you can get out of control. You, and like, yeah. So hopefully, it's one of those games where like, all right, after the first quarter, it's okay. Take a deep breath. We're in good shape. Like I don't want to be. I don't want to be hoping like. All right, we need a turnover when they're inside the 20 to have a chance. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst. But that's my pick. Under 64 and a half Utah USC. I don't mind it. Um my my next pick is Mississippi State minus 7 at Kentucky. And the thought here is also like this is my theme this week. Wheels are going this week 6 or it's week seven, midway through the season, expectations are have to get realigned. Wheels start coming off of teams that had high expectations. Kentucky, I think they were sixth at one point in the AP poll. Now they've lost two consecutive games, one to a good Ole Miss team and one to a very bad South Carolina team at home. And I think Mississippi State, is they have one loss, a very weird loss. No Will Levis, though. Well, unclear. Unclear. He's like, I, I read that he was like day I meant in the South Carolina game. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. But even if he, so to that point, even if he does come back, I can't imagine he's fully healthy. And so in some respect, like I might like a somewhat injured Will Levis versus a healthy, no. <laughs> I didn't see the game, so maybe maybe not. I maybe, Okay, I'd rather have the backup quarterback. That and, guy stunk. And so if, but if Will Levis plays, I still feel pretty good about this game because Kentucky, I mean, losing two games, one of them against South Carolina, like they were, they had dreams of SEC East, like making a run at Georgia. And now that's all gone. And they haven't even played Tennessee or Georgia yet. I think Mississippi State's pretty good. I don't, I can't explain the LSU loss. They were up 13-0 and then just totally shit the bed. And, but I think they're going to come into Kentucky and whether it's Will Levis or the other guy, if the, if it's the other guy, the line's going to go up big. And I wanted to get the line because even if Will Levis plays, 
So I might make it two units in the end of the day. But if Will Levis plays, I think he's going to be somewhat injured. Whoa. No, it's two one units. unit, though. One unit. One oh, unit. okay. Okay. TBD, like self-play, two units. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Okay. I I don't know. I Kentucky's a wild card team to me. Like, at uh, seven Dude, points is a lot. they lost by 10 to South. To, I, I get it. It's not Will Levis, but, like. He, that guy was bad. <laughs> that guy was really bad. We were so unlucky last week, by the way, with that. How Will Levis came out injured after we got ten and a half. I think I would have bet it anyway. Yeah, let's but, just void it and let's, yeah, let's I think just void fair. it. <laughs> Wait, you had two units on it? Nope, never mind. Yeah, it's no gonna void. Help me much more. Yeah, no void. All right, well, I'm indifferent about that game. Fair enough. I'm not gonna say I, I'm not gonna say I like it. I'm not gonna say I don't like it. I'm, I'm indifferent. They're like Kentucky to me feels like kind of what we talked about with Notre Dame BYU, like a little bit of a wild card. They're a team mm-hmm. that I just won't touch either way. I don't. I don't. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. My next pick. Whew. This one, no one's gonna have any idea about. I'm gonna go San Jose State minus eight against Fresno State, and this game. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna kid kid myself. I don't know anything about San Jose State. I, I know they're four and one. I know they've become a contender in the Mountain West. But what I do know is Fresno State sucks. They. I was on them against UConn. They lost that game, and so I did some digging. And this was my fault. This was my fault. I should have done the research. Their quarterback got hurt earlier in the year, and this backup that's been playing for them is so bad. So bad. And they're like, ever since their quarterback's gone out, they have not been the same team. This is the team that the wheels are off. Like, the, the wheels are Who'd off. Who did they lose to? Was it UMass or? They lost to Connecticut. Connecticut, that's what it was. They had 23, 24-point favorites, and they lost. <laughs> <laughs> and so... I'm going with, I'm betting against Fresno State here. I'm going to take San Jose State. It's a little night game, so I've got a little action at night. Hopefully I'm 3-0 to this point. Going into San Jose State, maybe I'll put a little extra because I'm feeling good at this point. But right, just for the sake of the pod, it's a one-unit game. San Jose State minus eight. I know nothing about that game, so we'll not opine. Yeah, thank you. I didn't want to talk too much about it either. (laughs) My uh, my last pick's a one-unit bet, and this is the one that I added. I was circling it right before we got on, but I was wavering. But now that you've got five, I'm not going to let you just try and you know pepper the board to come back with percentages. So I'm going to take Ole Miss minus 15 at home against Auburn. And this is another team that the wheels could come off. And I think that Ole Miss presents a lot of challenges, and I think they're going to score 40-plus points on Auburn. Defense is, like, respectable. It's fine. Auburn's offense is garbo. Ole Miss is undefeated, but, like, quietly undefeated. Like, I don't feel like people don't – like, they beat Kentucky, and everyone's like, oh, but then Kentucky lost, so everyone's like, bleh, to Ole Miss. So I'll take me, give me Ole Miss minus 14 and a half uh, at home against Auburn. All SEC games, all favorites. I'm completely reverting back to my old ways. And that's worked well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't. I don't hate it. Ole Miss is clearly the better team. It's just like whether or not they want to play. Yeah. Like, do they show up or not? 
So my last pick. This is I don't know if you're gonna allow this. Oh, I will allow you to pick Bama and lose for sure. No, this will be like a double no. whammy. This I'm dipping it into the into an NFL game. Absolutely not. Look, I need the I need the help. <laughs> Absolutely not. I need the help. No, you, it's, you you better pepper Old Dominion Coastal Carolina before you think about peppering NFL. <laughs> It's just one game. We open this bag up, and we can't. This is like Pandora's box. Then we're gonna be on horse races and oh, golf stop! It's and, this is football. No, this, this is football. Is, this is slippery slope, my friend. This is called hedging happiness. No, this is way. this is a this is a football <laughs> podcast. Primarily, primary focus. Even thought about bringing that up. This is this is crazy. We're gonna open up NFL now. I don't see why not. It's Tuesday. Okay. We're recording you know on Tuesday. I don't believe you know anything about NFL. Open up NFL. Is NFL's that fair open. play? Or yeah, no? yeah, 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 yeah. I won't touch NFL, <laughs> okay. but you can. You I know believe what? NFL's a crapshoot. So. Actually, that crapshoots actually improve your odds because at least it's 50-50. I was about to re- retract my bet until you just made that comment. <laughs> you know it's going to help and your percentage. I'm, okay, I'm going Seattle Seahawks plus three. That's it. Put it down. Put a pin in it. That's it. Against who? The Cardinals. At or at home? Seattle. I'm pretty at. sure. Really? I think so. Maybe I should double check that. Yeah, it's at Seattle. Great pick. Thank you. You can join me come Sunday. It's at Seattle. Yeah. If. Why did you want to open up NFL? I I don't get that. Just give me one week, and if, if if it's not fair, then it's not fair, but I need something. Why don't you, you just – you like it that much, but it's a one-unit bet? That's what I don't understand. Yeah, I like it or I like it right now. It, right now it's a one-unit. It's Tuesday. I can't lock in anything crazy. It's a long week ahead for NFL. <laughs> it's crazy talk. All right. Whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll circle back on this rule, but – you know, if if it becomes too much, you know, it could be a one-time thing. You know, let's have some fun with it. Okay. You prude. Okay. I I mean, I'm let me let me think. But for now, I'll say it's okay. Yeah, we'll we'll rejoin when I slow when I'm slowly you know coming back on you and the percentages are getting closer and the no then NFL. You be like, <laughs> yeah, then, then then I'll be like, okay, that's fine. I'm I'm obviously the smartest NFL guy in the world, but. All right, well, that's a little controversy to end the show. Do you have anything else? I don't think so. Go Vols, baby. I feel I feel like this NFL thing is going to – I feel like the It's, it's going to have an asterisk for sure. I feel like the chemistry of the podcast is taking a hit right now. It has because you don't even like talk – we don't even talk NFL. I talk to the Chiefs every once in a while. I, oh, yeah. not – okay, this is not related – because we've been talking NFL, how egregious are some of these rules with roughing the passer? Yeah, I agree. At some point, I mean, I look, I get it. Like the NFL is like a entertainment product at the end of the day, and you got to keep the biggest part of the entertainment product healthy. But you can't let what happened last night happen. Right. And in the Tampa Bay game, I didn't see. I haven't seen that one yet. But I saw the. It, I saw the uh, Chiefs one live, and it's just. Or at least, the, like, review, make that 
call because you're doing so much to protect the quarterback. Make that reviewable. I feel so. We we talked about it last week of like what's harder for defense offense. This is why I think defense is so much harder. You can't do anything. Like you can't tackle a guy. The and thing is, he wasn't even tackling him. He had the ball already. He just fell on him. Yeah, he, he and he tried to brace himself. Yeah. And the the, the I think the ref came out. He's like, well, I didn't see that he you know tried to. Well, okay, well, you're fired. What did you see? Yeah, you're not yeah, making you're, up things. You're wrong. So take a couple weeks off without yeah, pay. Yeah, yeah. But I I had to, I was very upset last night. That was like the most upset I've ever been with a football call. They in a won long though, time. so you're okay. They did win. It at that moment though, I was rightly so. I was, I'd I, be furious. It was a rate. It was it was ridiculous. It, okay, like whew, I just I just talked myself into getting upset again thinking about the call. <laughs> so let's avoid that. That's not good. All right. Well, you know what? Next week, we'll we won't do NFL, and we'll we'll just get back. All right. So we can we can I feel be like a happy you have marriage. like some sort of like inside scoop on the like Seahawks. <laughs> like you know something that like other people don't know yet. And like that's if the only I, reason you want to bet this game. If I did know that, I think I would be using some of these inside scoops more often, and I'd be a little. Well, more just successful. about this game because you're like, oh, I'll do NFL this week, but then not any other week, and it's fine. And I, as a friend, I would expect you to once we log off to tell me like something's going on about this game. But no, I just I had just Gino, baby. Okay. So all right, but we want to be a healthy marriage. So from this point on. I want to make I want to make you happy, so whatever you feel comfortable doing, I will meet you halfway, and we can agree on something after this week. Of course, I think it's very funky to talk college football for a season and a half, and then bet NFL. It is funky. Yeah, but but Some, I need help. Something's up. If that game is no. like forty to nothing, Seattle, I'm gonna be like, what did you know? <laughs> That's fine. We'll, we'll we'll reconvene. We'll reconvene next week to see how that game went. Okay. It's a little teaser now. Now that now the you know, the listeners are going to be tuning into Seattle, Arizona to see, you know, is this podcast going to survive, or is you know it, it's we're on thin ice right over? now. <laughs> it is. Yeah. You're almost at the ten unit negative ten unit mark. So. Oh hush 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 hush. <laughs> God, why? <laughs> we had talked about you're... making that like disqualification. Now you're throwing haymakers. And, <laughs> all right, let's. It's, we're off the rails per usual towards the end. Let's wrap that up. Week seven into play. Board we don't like, but some five and zero teams playing against each other should be a good week. And of course, the biggest game of the year for Mister Luke, Bama at Tennessee. Good luck to your Vols. Thank you, sir. I don't necessarily care if they win or they lose, but I I think it's a good friend of it. Oh, he's holding up a napkin. No, it's a mouse That's, pad. Oh, it's a mouse pad. They look kind of like a napkin. So good luck to you. Thank and you. we will reconvene next week. Thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs>